This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues, or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, and welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today's topic is, I want to talk around the term sex positive. I've never really thought much about the term, to be honest with you, but I had a journalist reach out to me uh, wanting me to comment on an article she was writing, and her questions around the term uh, gave me pause, gave me reason to pause and think, wait, what? Um, I didn't realize that there could be any kind of confusion around the term, and her questions showed me that there could be. So <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about that. So uh, she wrote to me and said, um, she was writing an article and she said, I'm actually going to read you what she wrote to me. She says, so much of our sex positivity discourse talks about how it is awesome to have sex, which it is, but how can we understand not wanting sex through a sex positive lens? What are some tips for sensitively but assertively telling a partner you're not in the mood? And do you have any advice about why we should never pressure ourselves to have sex we don't want to have in the name of being sex positive? I was a bit shocked, really, to think that she was conflating sex positive with being sexual all the time and that that was supposed to look like wanting to have sex all the time. Um... It kind of broke my heart a little bit. And I'll read to you a little bit of what I wrote back to her. Um, I said to her that I would start by saying that being sex positive must be inclusive of boundaries and consent and choice. Being sex positive means supporting your own sexual choices and those of others. It's not about being sexual all the time. So let, I'm going to open that up a little bit and then I'll read you the other things that I said to her and answered her questions too. So I don't know when the term sex positive came into being or came into being used. I know that that um, 60s get um, credited for having a big sexual revolution and evolution because people were um, openly talking about it. And, you know, there was the term make love, not war in response to the Vietnam War. I think, whereas in the 50s, it was a lot more closed up and you couldn't talk about it. The 60s kind of blew that open. The term sex positive to me means that a person, if, if a person's sex positive, it means that a person is working on or dealing with or healing their shame and conditioning around sex and sexuality and being a sexual being, moving towards seeing sex and sexuality and being a sexual being in a more positive light instead of with shame and fear and all the conditioning and negative um, thoughts that are associated with it or that we're brought up with. However, being sex positive doesn't mean that you're horny all the time or you want to be sexy or sexual all the time or that you want to be fucking all the time. Not at all. It just means that you have or are currently working on having a good, clear, 
intentional relationship to sex and sexuality and yourself as a sexual being. But of course, it doesn't mean that you want to be in the act of it all the time. That's just ridiculous. So she asked me next, um, what are some tips for sensitively but assertively telling a partner you're not in the mood? So (laughs) what I wrote to her was this. In terms of telling a partner you're not in the mood, first of all, a simple no thank you, I'm not in the mood, should be enough. No is a complete sentence. However, it's not always that black and white. So here's the thing. If if your partner is um, pressuring you for sex, that's not cool, first of all. And second of all, if a simple no thank you either isn't enough or doesn't feel like enough, then share a little bit about why. I don't feel like you have to, but if you want to, you could say, I'm not in the mood right now, my back is hurting, or I'm, you know, I've got an issue that's um, taking up some emotional RAM, and maybe we could chat that through instead. Or you could also say, what is it you're actually looking for? You know, there was a, um, I may have told the story before, but I, I will share it again because it fits here. When my partner and I were first living together, he would come, I worked from home and he would come home and I would be like, let's have sex, let's have sex. And he would say, whoa, whoa, you know, I've just come in the door and I need to kind of take off the day. And eventually he said to me, and so nothing would happen, right? But eventually he said to me, you know, what is it you're looking for? What are you, are you asking for penetrative sex? Because that's what I assume you're asking for. And I thought about it for a minute. I said, well, no, Uh, you know, sometimes, yes, that would be nice. But what I'm really asking for when I say that is some intimate time together. It might be sensual. There might be some touch. There could be sexual energy or penetration, but there doesn't have to be. What I'm, the bottom line of what I'm asking for is some intimate time together. And when he knew that, that changed how he was receiving what I was asking for. And it also led me to be much more intentional and clear in what I was asking for. So sometimes I would say, do you, you know, can we have some sensuality? Could we, do you have some time for intimacy? If it was penetrative sex, I would specifically ask for that. Um, And so when your partner is asking or pressuring you for sex, find out what it is they really want. What is it that they're really asking for? Are they, what they really wanting? Is it, you know, a, a deep cuddle? Are they wanting some touch? Do they need to be heard? Because you might have a no to what you assume they're asking for, but a yes or a maybe to what they're actually asking for. So I think some some further digging can be helpful. Um, obviously, if you have a no, it's a no and that's it. And that's pretty much what I what I shared with this journalist. So her last question was, do I have any advice about why we should never pressure ourselves to have sex when we don't want to in the name of being sex positive? Well, I think I've pretty much explained that. First of all, you should never, ever, 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 ever pressure yourself into having sex. That is like the antithesis of sex. It's the opposite of um, opening your heart and reducing barriers and coming into intimacy. So never, ever pressure pressure yourself into being sexual. And if you are someone who identifies as or wants to identify as sex positive, then that means respecting your own boundaries and consent and someone else's. It's um, supporting 
yours and other people's rights to explore and experience intimacy and sex and pleasure in whatever way feels good at that time. And that includes the natural ebbing and flowing of your sexual energy, of your libido, of your desire. It doesn't mean going at it all the time. Um, (laughs) uh, So I'll have you know that the article did not get taken up. I think she was a freelance writer and it didn't, it didn't go anywhere as far as I know, or maybe it did, but they didn't use me. Maybe they didn't like what I had to say about it. So I'm curious, do you consider yourself sex positive? Is that a term that you use? I know that for a while, a few years ago, there was, and maybe it still is a sex positive. I'm using air quotes here. (laughs) You can't see me. Um, a sex positive community that would be um, a community of people who were either sexuality practitioners, such as myself, and or sexuality explorers. So people who were going to neo-tantra workshops and kink workshops and um, sexuality events would often self-describe as sex positive or sex positive community. But you know, even the whole of that community, I'm sure, would say for them, it was about exploring who they are as sexual beings, being open to sex being something sacred and beautiful and respectful and delicious, clearing and releasing shame and fear and conditioning around all the stuff we've been talking about. So, you know, and honoring your own body and honoring your own feelings and honoring your own desire, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. That's what being sex positive is. So to go back to what I was saying, um, do you consider yourself sex positive? How do you see that term? Do you use that term to define yourself? And if so, what does that term mean to you? I'd really love to know. So do um, email me or find me on social media and let me know. I'm really curious what the term sex positive means to you. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.